serious news, seriously entertaining. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy, and happy Thursday to you all. Oh. This is St. Patrick's Day, kids. Nice, I like Time the Time for you to get drunk, right? For, you know, to celebrate a man who got rid of snakes on a place where they didn't exist. Green beer. Yes. Green beer, pancakes are green. Corned beef and cabbage. It's fantastic. Disgusting. I like it. Your your beard is usually white. Today it's green. Yes, very much. I like so. that you dressed up for the I'm a occasion. leprechaun. Yes, you are. You're a lot of... Yes, you are. It's I'm Gatos. He's Chad. There's Becky Lynn. Hey, guys. How are you? Hey, did you guys see everything's green today? Did you pinch anybody? Don't pinch anybody. You go to jail. Not anymore. Remember that when you were a kid? Yeah. You pinched somebody. He's like, oh, I got pinched. He come home and goes, I forgot to wear green. I was pinched a lot. Now, it's like, I got pinched once, and that person now is in jail yep. and has to go through uh, uh, training for the next seven months. What is it? If you don't wear green, you get pinched, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. so you, when somebody would come up to do it, you go, oh, my underwear's green. Yeah. Like everybody has green underwear. <laughs> just for, for I'm tatted, so. and it's got green on it. So there you go. You're good. Yeah, you've got a lot of tats, and a lot of it's green. A lot of it's green there. All right. Well, let me paint a picture for you with this gas crisis that we're going through this mess, right? As uh, I complained about yesterday. You mean Putin's price hike? I don't care whose price hike it is. Yes, let's call it Putin's price hike. I like that. Let me paint a picture for you. We know that oil is now under 100 bucks. It was 130 so we started paying more for gasoline. But it went from 130 all the way down past uh, under 100 so we should start seeing cheaper gas. Back Hopefully, up over 100 day. Solidly. Couple? 107 bucks. Okay. It was 98 yesterday. Yeah. It's a little bit different, but it's not 130 Let me paint a picture for you. What if someone <clears throat> right here in the valley decided, uh, I've got a gas station, and I'm going to give away free gas? And let's just say, Becky Lynn, why don't we say it's on... Central Avenue and Camelback. That's an easy one to sure. to see. Okay, so you've got. Let's people just, are heading over there now, going, "Oh my God!" People no, are there's no gas there. there. Don't do that. Let's preface this no, no, so no. we don't get phone calls. Yeah, there's, we're just. This is an example. So let's say that there's a gas station on Central and Camelback that said, uh, "We're going to give away free gas." All right. Uh, let's go over the pros and the cons of that. I mean, aren't they mostly cons? If you think about it. If that were ever to happen, because this did happen in a part of America, we're going to tell you what happened. If this were to happen, first of all, you're going to have a line like you've never seen before. Like Chick-fil-A in and out. Uh, I would I would multiply it times 100. I would say if it's on Camelback, uh, Central Avenue and Camelback Road, right? Let's say that it goes north. I think you'd have possibly a line from Thunderbird oh. all the way down, let's say, to Central Avenue. I mean, you could really say that, or Dunlap Avenue. I mean, it would be a massive, massive line of cars if people were, if people had heard that there's a place on Central and Camelback that are going to give away free gas. They're going to give it away. It'd be miles long. It would be miles long. So if you were to ask me, is this a good thing? I would say no. The cons are you're going to be sitting in a line. Mm. You're going to be you're you're not turning your car off, so you're wasting a whole bunch of gas. You know, waiting in you're going to be waiting there for hours and hours potentially for so your time is worth what? And they're going to run out at some point. At some point, exactly. We used to have a uh, when I was in LA when I was a kid growing up. We had this guy named Rick Dees. Rick Dees. Oh yeah. Rick used to do free grass Fridays, and they had a gas station where they give away free gas, and everybody go over there and get like ten gallons for free. Yeah. You know, and it was, but it was chaos. Right. 
This happened in Chicago today. I cannot even tell you oh the disaster goodness. that it was. I mean, it's nice for this gas station owner to do it. And I think he owns a whole bunch of gas stations. He's a very rich man, owns a whole bunch of gas stations, right? He's like, let's just start giving away free gas. Ugh. It was a total nightmare. Could you imagine the traffic? Could you imagine it? Oh, and Chad, the climate people would be going crazy because, oh. well, we'd be sitting here and our engines would be on and we'd just be, you know, all the, what is that, fossil fuel crap? I don't know. <laughs> Anyway, here's what happened. This event got underway at 7 o'clock this morning, and it is just about to wrap up here. And if it started at 7 a.m., what does that mean? It means you probably got there, oh, I don't know, the day before. Take a look at the line. Police are now cutting it off a few blocks east of here. People are praising Willie Wilson for his generosity as gas prices skyrocket, but the giveaway has caused some unbearable traffic tie-ups all across the city. Like, Detour Dan would be the most busy man on the planet if this were to happen on Central and Camelback. It was for miles there were people in their cars. Thank you, Willie Wilson! <laughs> Melvon Thompson jumped for joy this morning as the free gas started flowing. She was the first in line at this Amico in Rogers Park. I am a doctoral student. I'm a struggling student. I am unemployed, and I really have been struggling. People started lining up for the free gas giveaway well before dawn. Ten gas stations across the city participating, causing chaotic traffic issues as lines stretch for blocks at all locations. Millionaire businessman Willie Wilson is behind the effort. All right, if he's behind the effort, why don't you just hand out gas cards? Uh, isn't there not a Willie way to Wilson's do this? way of doing thing? Willie Wilson's one of these guys in Chicago that's kind of like uh, Mattress Mac. He's a big kind of thing. He's got foundations. He's like he's Chicago, yeah. Uh-huh. And so that's kind of his thing. He does stuff like this all the time, and uh, you know that's why everybody loves Willie Wilson. Well, yeah. You ha- yeah, you have to see the hoopla. That's part of it. Yeah, yeah. So, so he to, did it at 10 stations, too. Yeah, 10 of his stations. He owns a bunch of stations. So to be involved He's in it... He's doing okay. It cost it, him 200 grand. It did. It cost him 200 grand. That's not big. Yeah. But, but to be involved in it, Becky Lynn, you're saying that's part of the fun? Yes. I mean, No, I'm saying that's why he wouldn't hand out gas cards. He wants everybody to see. Yeah. He wants people going, but look what I'm doing. Look that's at all these people. part of being the big thing and loving his city and stuff. But and is it a good thing gonna... at the end of the day? Yeah, give away free gas. Well, I know, but the, it was a total headache for uh, people trying to get to work. People couldn't get out of a parking spot. People couldn't move. It was gridlock for miles. Well, her report, so how is that a good thing? But her report did that was not, I mean... That was a part of it. She wasn't really saying, oh my God, you know, you would think you would have heard that report. All I heard was all the, and this woman who was so excited, I did not hear them saying, we have a horrible traffic problem in Chicago today because this is what's going on. Let me fast forward the report here. Let's see if we can get some of that. Who's an unemployed carpenter for $47 to fill up his Suburban. Helps me tremendously, a whole lot. You just don't know how much I appreciate free gas right now. Well, the free gas giveaway sparked joy it also sparked some anger as many commuters waited in gridlock traffic around the city burning precious fuel. Ah. Me being frustrated, I mean, it, it, if it's worth it, if you want gas, you want free gas, then stay in a line. But if not, then find something else to do. Some angry drivers planning to lodge complaints with the city. Meanwhile, Wilson is promising that this won't be his last giveaway. He wants to do at least one or two more. So he wants to do Willie it Wilson. Yeah, I've never heard of him. I didn't know who he was. Oh, people are mad. Blah, 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 blah. Just get over it, for God's sakes. You know what's coming. It wasn't a surprise. We were talking about this the other day. 
I bet the police probably showed up too to help. No, they with were that. too busy at the St. Patty's Day parade. Oh, oh, because you know Chicago. That's we got right. a lot of the Irish there. You know, just having a party. Yeah. I saw that movie with Kevin Costner. You know, with the guys shooting each other and Elliot Ness. People are honking their cars. 360 Scarfield, Sidco, and 9155 South Stony Island. The Amico on North Clark Street. The BP also at 4359 North Pulaski Road. So you can hear some Pulaski. honking in the background here. You can imagine this is causing some traffic issues in this area here at Pulaski and Grand because people are wrapped, or their cars are wrapped up here around this gas station. They're just so excited and... Oh, gosh. Oh, good God. Well, at least they all had something People to talk about excited. when they got to work. Yeah, yeah. Hey, baby, we got free gas tonight. We're going to dinner. I was in that line, all those people. Yeah. People got nothing going on. Very That's excited. the other thing. If you if you heard that there was a gas station here in Phoenix that was giving out free gas, wouldn't you just not go? Because yeah. you oh. know that it's just going to be a total yeah. blank show. I would already be right? planning my, my route around right. How that. How do I get around that yeah. thing? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it's just people are, and people whine, oh my God, you know, I was like, oh, geez, I can't, and that could go, and my car was parked, and then it was, ass. shut up. That would be you, though. No, it wouldn't, because yes, I would have been like, I'm not going anywhere. I don't really care. If I'd you were across the street filling up the, my car and going, I, knock, I value my time more than you idiots. No, no, I know, but if you were around it and you couldn't get... From point A to point B because everybody's be waiting go, for gas. Why you'd guys? Be, why can't you pay for your own gas? Why can't you? Any of you pay for your own gas? Well, some of them can. Some of them, you know. There's a lot of unemployed people in Chicago. I, based on everything I see in America, you really got to try to be unemployed. Like you're walking down the street and then all of a sudden, boom! I'm unemployed. What? I didn't want to be. There's paid. another thing. If you're unemployed, do you really need the gas? There you go. I mean, you if got, you're going to sit at home, well, you the got, one girl said she didn't have a job. She was a student, so okay. yeah, she had to go back and forth to school, perhaps. Okay. There's all reasons. Right. There's things. Free people. gas giveaway went Free horribly gas. wrong. I don't know if it went horribly wrong. I think it went horribly wrong. Sounds to me like everybody survived it. Yeah. You got a few grouchy people. Yeah. A few happy people. That's not necessarily going wrong. Okay. Right. I don't want to get caught in the traffic, but no, me neither. <laughs> but at the end of the day, it's like goodness me. Coming up next, 170,000 migrants. That's right, 170,000 are waiting for something on the other side of the southern border. Well, what are they waiting for? They're waiting for one specific thing to happen. I'll tell you what that is in a second. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. Hey, it's not free gas, but it's better. How about 100 bucks for you? Thanks to Mark Sloan, right? Thank you, my man. Tony Pye, Arizona. Guess I didn't what? get that name. Mark Sloan. Okay. Oh, you, said it, you said it very fast. From Tonopah. Guess what? $100 part of our 100 days of giving, and we say thank you for allowing us to be the trusted voice of the Valley for over 100 years. Not only did he win a hundo, are you ready for this? We're also going to send $100 to Toys for Tots, which is a charity of his choice. For your chance to win $100 for you and a charity, text 100 to 411-923. 100 to 411-923. Uh, why are 170,000 migrants on the other side of our border? What They're are, waiting. Yeah, what are they waiting for? Uh, Title 42 to expire. All right, isn't that the COVID policy or the yeah, we've got a health the, crisis? Yeah, we got a health crisis. So we got we we got to keep you over here because we we deem that there's a health crisis going on. Okay, the other 1.7 million that got in apparently I don't get it. it. It, it That's is, a great point you make. Yeah, I mean, let everybody else get in. If we've got a, if we've got what is it, Title Forty Two? Didn't Trump put that in? Yeah, no, yeah. Well, that's like the CDC. That's yeah. something that they did a long time ago when they had the Spanish flu and and a couple other things, and then it went away, and then we brought it back. But this okay. was another one of those things where they're trying to find a way to stem the tide, and they used Title Forty Two, so which this, is probably a good idea anyway. 
yeah. during a pandemic, right? Yeah. And here's the other thing. It's gotten it's gotten to the point where even President Biden, if he can remember, goes, you know, we should probably deal with this. And they've put a task force together Mm -hmm. because they're literally waiting to find out what happens in the first week of April if this goes away. So then they could come across. So they're waiting for Title 42 to be dropped because uh, the numbers are down. The pandemic most likely is going to go endemic. So we don't we, we can't enforce Title 42 at the border. Yeah. And what do we let them all in? Well, I mean, what is that? How probably. do you do that? How do we do any of this? Well, I mean, I'm just saying, if you got 170,000 there, it doesn't mean we just so let you in. So all of you are here because you guys are running for political reasons? How yeah. many of you are gay? Every one of you is. How many of you are running for, for religious reasons? All of you. How many of you are running because of political reasons? 170,000 people. Wow. Are they... All right, so they're not trying to come in illegally. They're trying to say, I'm here for asylum, yeah. which is legal. Okay. It was easier to kick them back. And again, let's remember, they already know where to go because uh, we're only like two feet of of where you cross. They, they're enforcing the remain in Mexico. Yeah, that's not a plan that's working out real well no, anymore. None of it is. Yeah. All right, so if we end the COVID policy and there are 170,000 people who want to claim asylum, I hate to tell you this, we're letting them in. Of course. Well, I know. I'm just trying to think this through. I, it's, we, I don't think we're going to turn. You, I mean, how do you turn someone right around? You're not going Because you really don't. No, we haven't done that anyway. No. So they're I don't think be it's legal, in. Chad, to just turn them around either. You gotta, you gotta like, you gotta hear their story and 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 well, you know unless, after we course, check you're out their story. The remaining in Mexico, right? No, I know, but then you gotta check out their story. Okay, well uh, that investigation is going to take time. Where do you think they're going to stay? They're going to stay in America, yeah, unless, and then we're never going to hear from them unless again. unless it's remain in Mexico, which makes them stay over there. And boom. you know, if the White House was smart and they're not on this <laughs> issue, <laughs> they're too busy. They would doing stuff. They would. Uh, they would. They would absolutely, I mean, if they look at this and they say, sure, let's let 170,000 in, I mean, this is where they could actually use that Remain in Mexico plan, 100%. and it would work. 100%. Okay. Is there a chance? Nope. They're not going to do that. I think we all know they're not going to do that. They haven't done it now. I they're, know. Even the parts they're doing, they're being forced to do. It's like, I know. fine, I'll do it. I know. But I'm not going to like it. I just thought because of the, sh- the sheer number of people that maybe, maybe they'd do it. But I, I see you're shaking your head. I don't blame you. I, I feel the same way. They that have you shown do. zero want to fix, to try to fix, to right. address it. So why should they, at this moment in time, do it? The only thing that I can say is because it's 170,000 people, and I That's think it. they're using this as their way of of of. Instead of using the remain in Mexico, so it makes them look like, oh, wait a minute, this administration's invited us here, essentially. They're being bad. This is the Title 42. We have a, it's a way of them to put this out there to say, well, you know what? We got this Title 42 and we're doing everything, but we do have a, uh, we have an issue. 1.7 million came here last year that we know of. Right. You didn't have an issue then. Here's the backstory. The CDC's Title 42 order, first issued under then President Trump, March of 2020, it uses the pandemic as a reason for expelling migrants attempting to enter the U.S. without the chance to seek asylum. So it expels migrants attempting to enter the U.S., and we don't listen to their story. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, in March of 2020, I, you know, I, that's, that's a good policy. Yeah. There's no question about it. I don't care. Trump, I'm sure, used it to keep migrants out. 
I that's think the whole point is to keep migrants out. Well, no, the point is if you, legally. I understand. Well, if you're coming, if you seek asylum, it is legal. We don't have to like it, but it is legal. I'm saying that in March of 2020, when we were just at the start of a pandemic that we didn't know was going to take forever to get, you know, and we did all the wrong things. Yes. Use this. And I would say, me personally, uh, I don't want you coming in because I, I don't I don't know if you're going to bring in the virus. Yeah. So don't come in. I don't care who you are. If you're a migrant, I mean, don't come well, and, in. And That's why I would you're, use this. You're, you're trying, you know, everybody's like, oh, you shouldn't go outside. You shouldn't do this. You don't do that. Wear a mask, this, that, and the other. And they're telling you all these things. But then you look down at the border and I'm like, well, nobody's wearing a mask. They're all coming across. It feels like you kind of only care about it in one direction. It was very frustrating. It is, and they're not serious about fixing this, and that is completely evident. All right. So 170,000 migrants are waiting at the border, and they're waiting uh, for this Title 42 to be dropped. Yeah, it re- it re- to end. Yeah, and I don't know if it's going to end, but I wouldn't be surprised if it does. Uh, but otherwise, like they they, I think it's every 45 or 60 days they come back and and they address it to see. Whether or not, you know, should we end this? Should we not end this? Well, I'll say this. In saying what I said a minute ago, in March of 2020, I'd I'd use anything to stop making having people come in because I don't know if they have the virus. All right. Now we're in 2022 of March, two years later. I'd still use this thing, but not to stop people from coming in and spreading the virus, just for stop coming in because there are just so many people. And that might not sound fair, but I don't know. That's just life. I mean, you know, again, we have a program that nobody wants to use because they think it's a mean program. It's not, it's not the best program, but it works. It's not perfect, but it's it's better than what we have. Which Coming up next, which is nothing. Uh, how much longer will Phoenix Mercury star Brittany Griner have to stay in a Russian prison? We we got the news just a little while ago to today. If you didn't hear it, we're going to talk about it next. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. All right, Phoenix Mercury star, uh, Brittany Griner, in Moscow, at an airport in February, and uh, they searched her luggage, and it revealed vape cartridges. Now, that could be legal here in the U.S., but it is is not legal in, in, in Russia, so... She was taken to jail. She could spend 10 years in prison. And, you know, a lot of people, are, like me, I said, you know, they may have planted this on her. It's uh, possible. It's you, possible she had it. It's possible she had it, too. Both are plausible. Uh, you know, I don't know which happened. But we haven't had an update on her. She's been in this jail for goodness. She's been detained for at least, you know, at least a month. Uh, joining us now from ABC News is a Derek Dennis. Derek, what is the uh, update on Brittany Griner? Can you tell us? It was a Russian yeah, court. Go ahead. Sure. The The unfortunate update is uh, a court in Russia has extended her jail stay, her detention, until at least May 19th, uh, which means, you know, her being jailed since mid-February and, and now into May means she would be jailed for three months and, and counting. Uh, it, it wasn't the vape cartridges that were the problem. It was what 
was allegedly in them. Mm. Hashish oil, an oil derived from cannabis, which is considered an illegal narcotic in Russia. And as you say, it could carry a maximum penalty of uh, 10 years in prison. We know the State Department and the Biden administration has been working diplomatic channels to try and secure her release. Uh, uh, but it seems Russia is intent on prosecuting her. They claim it's no special treatment, positive or negative. In fact, Griner is sharing a cell with two other women, not basketball players, but just two other women who are charged with similar offenses, narcotics offenses. Uh, and so we got an extension of her court date today. We know the White House and the State Department are working to secure her release. Uh, oh, but right now there's no movement and the timing uh, couldn't be worse as tensions between Russia and the U.S. are, are at an all-time high over uh, the, the war in Ukraine and, and Vladimir Putin's attacks on on Ukraine. We know the U.S. has uh, been trying to negotiate with Putin to stop uh, diplomatically, uh, while also providing funding, billions of dollars in funding and weapons to Ukraine to try and fight off these attacks. And so uh, it would appear that Griner is caught in the middle of all this, and, and there's uh, really no end here that we can see in sight. Hey, uh, Derek, uh, who's representing her? Because, again, her family's not really been able to talk to her. Uh, you've seen scant pictures of her. Uh, right. We don't have the, the State Department, the people that we usually have over there uh, because of what's going on and the tension. So uh, do we know anything about her representation or yeah. lawyers yeah. or anything? Her, her representation is apparently the women who are in the jail cell with her. Uh, they speak English and have been able to uh, translate for her and try to tell her side to the Russian authorities. Uh, and we know there's an investigation going on. I mean, they haven't, you know, convicted her yet of anything. They're just detaining her at this point. Uh, and so that that's the extent of her representation as far as we know. We know the U.S. and the State Department are trying to represent her. Uh, but the U.S., you know, not just uh, just a few weeks ago, uh, ordered all U.S. citizens in Russia to leave because the tensions are so high between Russia and the U.S. over the situation in Ukraine. So uh, there, there's not a lot of Americans there who can sort of speak up and speak for her. Uh, and so that's part of, of, of what we're seeing here behind the scenes. Derek Dennis, ABC News. Thanks for the update. All righty. So, Chad, your, your last question was, you know, what's her representation? That's not good representation. It's the other people inside of the jail. That's not representation. No, no, it is not. That's somebody you're sharing a cell with. That's not a lawyer. That's not somebody who knows what's legal and illegal in Russia. Yeah. She's got two cellmates, and that's her representation? Yeah. How long have you guys been here? Forever? Well, bad. I don't know if I want you representing me, because you're not doing a good job. Worst time for this to happen. Oh, There's no doubt about that. I, I don't think, I think eventually when all of this, well, it depends if everything, you know, we get back to some normalcy that they, I wouldn't be surprised if they convicted her and then several months down the road, they kick her out of the country and tell her she's never allowed to come back. And, and I think she'd be fine with and, that. And I think she'd be fine with that at this moment. Well, because remember, she plays basketball in for an uh, oligarch, by Moscow, the way. For millions of dollars. And right. for, she's played for this team for not one season. She's yep. played with them for quite a long time. And That's how a lot of women in the WNBA make real money. They make a million dollars a year. They go over to Russia. Uh, and then they come back uh, here. And I think the WNBA season usually opens in May. Uh, and then they make a couple hundred grand. But yeah. you go over to Russia, you make a million. Yeah. So who wouldn't do that? I would Absolutely. do it. Yeah, I would want to go to Russia. 
But if you're going to pay me a million dollars, I'm yeah, going to go to Russia. Yeah, short, and it's not, you know, I mean, it's... it's It is short. These oligarchs, they take care of you in, in much better ways, but it's a, it's a nightmare. I don't see her getting out anytime soon. It's bad. All right, so that's the update. She's got... Um, She's got no representation. Well, she does. She's that got two people who kind of speak English in her cell. Uh, <laughs> and it's been extended till mid-May. Mid-May, her, uh, her, her jail stay at least. All right. Coming up next. Coming up. How much is uh, March Madness costing your boss? That's my favorite thing in the world. It's awesome. The Gatos and Chat Show. Arizona's news station. KTAR News 92.3 FM. Drive home with the Gatos and Chad Show. Just down the road, I meet Nina Chitalyuk, who seems like a sweet 71-year-old grandmother. By the way, Nina says that if she saw Vladimir Putin, she would strangle him with her own hands right now. I'm ready, she says. If by God the Russians come here, I'll shoot them all and my hands won't even shake. I'll throw grenades at them. That's great. I grandma. That's an Ukrainian woman. Ukrainian woman. How old is she? 71. Yeah. Nina. She's ticked and she has every right to she be. She has every right to be. Don't and mess with grandma. Would you want to mess with her? No. Nope. This is one grandma who doesn't get run over by a reindeer. Yeah, what that's happened? Correct. She blasted the reindeer. Um, Russia's not winning. No. Morale is down. Russia is not winning this war. How about that? He fired one of his top people yesterday and said he's been leaking. Putin to uh, fired one of his top guys. Yeah, like his top guy who is who's suffered a lot of this, and somebody who's like, it's like their Schwarzkopf. Like everybody knows who this person is. Uh, yeah, he um, he did not expect Ukraine to fight back like they are. He did not expect the world to turn on him. I know. I don't think he expected them to get as much of a a push from the West when it came when it comes to weapons. Because I think he thought his his bluff is so strong with the nuclear weapons that nobody dare send them anything, and that they're gonna they're gonna cater. Let me ask you this: You really scared of the Russian army right now? No. No, not this portion of it. Were you were you about five, were you a month or two ago? You're darn right. Not this portion it's of Russia it is 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 not. Nobody's scared of it. I mean, they're really not. And on the other side of stuff, you can go and and you know, do they have hardened fighters that have been in Chechnya and Georgia and Syria? Yes, but this portion of it, no. And uh, and some are just quitting. Yeah, and on top of that too, I think he over. Estimated. Oh, well, chances are not him. People told him, don't worry, we can control the media. We've got it. It's not the 70s, 80s, and 90s anymore. It is, these are, they're getting bombarded by the, the uh, you know, anonymous of the world. They're making sure everything gets out. They are absolutely allowing the younger generation to see everything that's going on. Mm. And they're pushing back in ways that I think he thought they could control and they can't. Yeah. And grandma's pissed. She should be. Hey, it's our favorite time of the year. It's March Madness, kids, and I want to let you know this is my favorite thing to do, which is to find out how much money we waste yeah. and lose employment. I've never understood this, dude. i got to be honest with you. I was like, I know they just throw stuff out. There's no way. How do you know that, th- was it $13.8 billion? All right, so a new study says American businesses lose $13.8 billion, with a B, each year because employees are less productive during the NCAA tournament, which started today. Um, and people were watching it. Here's the, <clears throat> here's the thing. You got the NCAA tournament. We got it on here. Uh, it's out, out in the newsroom. Um, but you know, if I'm, if I'm somebody who's now working from home. Yeah. I'll tell you right now, 
I'm I'm kind of working, but I'm also I have the TV on. Of course. So does that count as work? Yeah. Not really. You're working though. Well, kind of. I've got it one eye on work and one eye on my brackets. But if you're doing your job and nothing changes from that, how do you know that you're losing? How do you quantify well, thirteen point yeah. eight billion? No, I don't know. Like, because we all have, like, there's not a person in here, I think, that doesn't have a bracket. Yeah, we have a tournament. Some have three, four, five brackets. Everybody's doing their work. It's not like we go to Becky Lynn and there's no newscast. Throw it to Becky. She's not there. Yeah, but she might be watching in there. She's not listening to us. I can tell you that right now. I'm looking at her. She's watching the TV. No, you're not. (laughs) The average worker spends six hours watching the tournament. Is that at work? That's at work. Rooting for teams that you don't even know where that college is. Yeah, my team played a university or college. I've never heard of it. Wait, your team? Who's yeah, your team? Tennessee. What do you mean you've never? You didn't know you had a team? They played a college I've never heard of. Well, oh, they played a Long, college. Meyer, Long, Long, yeah, Longview something. or something. Like yeah, that. you're like, yeah, is that a real school? I, that's what I said. I think you're making stuff up now. Uh-huh, they're like, yeah. you know, they're. It's like, it's some of these places you're like, that's not a real school. Here's why the tournament in March Madness is so fun. Uh, There's always, there's something to be said about putting 10 bucks on something. Of course. And making it so much more interesting. You throw five or 10 bucks down, you have a chance to win a few hundred bucks if you're in a a pool, right? Having a good time. You don't have, I don't, I'll say this. I don't know a single college basketball player. Not a one. Christian Lager. (laughs) (laughs) And the shot. Yeah, yeah. I don't know anybody. I know one, uh, because Syracuse University, the the head coach, his kid plays, Buddy Bayheim. That's all I know. And and that's it. And they're not they're not even in the tournament. So it's the the reason it's so much fun is you don't have to know anything. You just know that you've put a couple bucks down, a chance you put ten bucks down, you have a chance to win a couple hundred bucks. And it makes watching a, a two teams, you have no idea, like, which one is it? Who's in yellow? Is that my team? Who's in the green? I don't know. And you got to figure it out. And it makes it more interesting. Yeah. That's what makes it so much fun. It's good. And think about this. This is the first year they have the uh, name and likeness. So there's going to be guys, they're going to be hitting shots this weekend that are going to be shooting their profile up. And then come next week, they're going to be on, you know, representing Coca-Cola and stuff like that. Because they can make money now. Yeah. That's awesome. Right. But they don't get signed to a deal that quickly. Oh, of course. Well, no, but they've all got agents now, and their agents are out there in in a heartbeat. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There's no doubt about it. Oh, yeah. There's no doubt. I mean, think about the final four. There's going to be that Cinderella team, and some guy from that Cinderella team is going to ride his way to a couple million dollars in Gatorade and get a free car from GMC and all that stuff. Who do you have, Becky Lynn, winning the whole thing? I always say Tennessee. Oh, jeez, Becky Lynn. They've been very good this year. What are they seeing? Normally, they're I don't know. No. Pat Summit. Pat Summit. Tennessee's a three. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, are they a three? Oh, that's not bad then. I have U of A winning. Uh, the the picks that I copied from on ESPN.com, I have Kansas winning. <laughs> what? I just copied some. Uh, I have U of A. Steve, what do you know, got? Houston. Houston. Pablo. You got U of A? Yeah. You're yeah. smart. They're losing tonight. We My big play. sleeper, Texas Tech. My big sleeper is UCLA. Coming up next, if she won't quit, there are other ways to remove Maricopa County Attorney Alistair Adele from office. We'll tell you what it is next.